0: You're going to get like four likes, three of them are going to real, be real estate agents and one of them's going to be your mom. Right. And that's just the truth.
1: All right, gang, welcome back to another episode of the Tactical Agent Podcast. I am Mike, this is Chris, and today we are going to pretend that you walked into our office and said, I just got licensed, I've got three months, that I, I, <laughs> I need you to help me for three months. Your first... 90 days in real estate what would we say firing off from the hip you ready i'm ready i'm ready to we i I literally we realized we we hadn't recorded enough podcasts we try to record these and have some in the bank and then we're not so good at doing that consistently i think we. well
0: we we say we try but do or do not right yes do or do not and we we've, we've
1: done a couple of times <laughs> we have definitely like like two or, two times maybe like put like four or five in the bank and then it's it's nice it's very nice when that happens cuz it's like oh okay set it and forget it you know the producer just spits out an episode to us every monday for me to upload and this morning the producer's like hey guys uh you have a podcast for me to edit? Because, you know, you pay me for this. <laughs> we, we're like, oh yeah, maybe we should do that. That's that. Right. Here we are. And so as soon as, as soon as we popped into the studio, I just said, I, what I exactly, I'll tell you exactly what I did. I went on YouTube, I searched new real estate agent. Because it was like, okay, what kind of things are people searching for when they're brand new? And the top viewed agent was your first 30 days in real estate. The top uh, video it was like 800-some thousand views. Your first 30 days. So I'm like, all right, um, 30 days is one thing. Well, what about 90 days? What if you had like a three-month run? I, I tend to think in terms of quarters, not in terms of months. Uh, because I think I think you we tend to overestimate what we can do in 30 days and underestimate what we can do in longer time frames. So... 90 days is a really good, like, put your head down, run after it, and then evaluate, I think. That's me. Do you agree or disagree?
0: I know you're going to be surprised by this, but I
1: agree. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> That's cool. We got to find stuff. We got to have, like, a, uh, an episode where we, like, fight about something, where we <laughs> yeah. where we disagree, I guess. We can talk
0: about know. how much The Office sucks if you want one day.
1: Oh, my gosh. We, we, we could fight about that for sure. All right. Uh, so what, what we did was I I searched that up. I was like, all right, let's do 90 days. And as soon as Chris popped into the studio here, I said, all right, listen, here's the deal. Somebody walks into your office and says, I just passed my test. I'm good to go. I can start, start helping people with real estate. I got 90 days for you to, to pour into me. What, what are you doing? You know, what's, what's that first 90 days look like? And you you told me three things, I added a fourth. So we'll we'll talk about these things. Number 1, you said get comfortable with letting people know what you do, but without being a salesy douchebag. <laughs> so tell me yes. what you okay, how 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 does someone go about letting people know what they're doing without being a salesy douchebag?
0: You just talk to people and that's people get so worked up over you know, just having conversations. They're so afraid that they're going to offend somebody or, or disappoint somebody or, or come across as salesy to somebody. And the truth is, if you're just talking to people that you already know, like, and trust, they are your friends, they're your family, they're people that care about you. They want to help you. It makes them feel good to help you. So when you ask them for help and you have communication with them about getting help, you're you're giving them an opportunity to do something that they enjoy. Now, I'm not saying call everybody and be like, hey, I just got my real estate license. Can you, you want to buy or sell your house? Can you, you know, do all that stuff? No. You have a conversation with people. And while you're having that conversation, we call them a frog conversation. I think we did an episode on that. We should have if we didn't. <laughs> but, uh, Yeah. But when you're having that frog conversation and you're just talking to somebody, Um, Asking them about their mom and them, and seeing how everybody's doing, and oh, well, what are you up to, Chris? Oh, you know, I'm. I just got my real estate license. I'm trying to get started. Oh, really? Well, tell me about that. How's that going so far? You just go into a natural conversation about what you're doing with real estate, and then at the end of that conversation, if you have already invested in the relationship, you have now. You don't do this if it's somebody you haven't talked to in two years but if it's somebody that you you got you have a normal regular relationship with you're like yeah hey can you speaking of that can you help me with it oh sure man what what can i do i'm not looking to sell anything oh no problem you know i'm i'm just looking for for people like you because you're the kind of person i want to work with when it, when it comes up when when it's time to do real estate um, i want to work with more people who are like you so like who who do you know that might be looking to do something like that or can you introduce me to somebody that that's looking to buy or sell, you know, however you word it. But, um, it is super powerful and people want to help you.
1: Yeah. There's, there seems to be the, the first hill that people feel like they have to climb or mountain they have to climb or whatever. is like, okay, now I've got my license. How do I announce it to the world? And nor normally the context that people are thinking about this in is like social media. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I go on my Facebook and we try to counsel the people that we coach not to not to just post something that says, hey, I have my real estate license, so I would love to help, you know, you buy or sell or if you know anybody looking to buy, sell, invest, have them reach out to me. Right. Like that's this sort of like salesy douchebag vibe that we're talking about. Right. And a lot of people are nervous about coming off as salesy because they know that they are, right? And that's, mm-hmm. that's how that's how you avoid that, is just don't be that way then. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, well, I don't know, how else do I do it? And you already kind of hit the nail on the head, right? Like, you gotta just be comfortable being yourself, right? It's gotta be mm-hmm. just authentic. And so there's no one right way to announce to the world <laughs> that that you're now yeah. a licensed real estate agent there's no like okay here's the here's what you say because what you're gonna say could vary because mm-hmm. you, you, there's only one you right like it's you got to be yourself i i could i could announce in any number of ways like <laughs> you could put up a uh like on facebook you know how they have the background colors and you can just type words in there i would just put Mm -hmm. one word sex and then like the (laughs) cat and then in the comments like you'll just put it just put it there right that's it no no Mm -hmm. other explanation no nothing and then my comment on my own post would be now that i have your attention guys i just want to let you know i got my real estate (laughs) license and uh so hey if any you know like yeah that that could be a, a funny way to do it. Like I, that just popped into my head, like while we're talking, right? Like, because yeah. this is how my brain works. This is how kind of like how I operate, and but that's real to me. So I I would never tell somebody that walked into my door saying, "Oh, you do the sex post." What you know, like, yeah. That that could be that could be disastrous for you, right? Because if that's not if that's not you, then you're. You're not being genuine, and so you just got to get comfortable, like comfortable with letting people know what you do, with some level of authenticity, right? Like, right. Just be genuine. I've told other people, like, well, how did, do, how does getting your real estate license make you feel? Mm-hmm. And then just say that. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Or what you know? What what emotions come to mind? Because people will remember feelings more than they'll remember facts. Absolutely. So just get comfortable. Uh, Number two, you said develop key business relationships with other people who live and die by referrals. So talk to me Mm -hmm. about that.
0: Yeah. So I I would get a pen and a piece of paper because I'm old school like that. And I would go stand in my front yard and I would stare at my house and I would look at every single part of my house that might one day need to be fixed in some way, shape or form. And I would walk around the entire outside and I would write down every person I would need to fix every part of that. Not not the individual person, but like the, the role. Mm-hmm. And then I would walk inside my house, I'd do the same thing. So, you know, trim guys, plumbers, carpenters, roofers, solar, um, you know, garage door guys, driveway sealers, landscape people. I would write down all these different positions And then I would find people that I knew that could fill that need, and I would write their name beside it. And then if I found one that was blank, I would go meet somebody that I liked and that did a good job, and I would write their name in that blank. And then I would call those people once a month. I would talk to them. I would send them referrals. I would take them to lunch. I would treat them like kings. And I would do everything I could to help them grow their business. Mm-hmm. And I would ask, and in return, I would just say, hey, look, I know that I can find a lot more people needing landscape than you can find people buying or selling houses. I understand that. I don't expect you to return things one-to-one to to me. But I think you and I are partners in this. I'm going to do everything I can to help you. You do everything you can to help me. You scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. And let's go make some money together. Yes. And those kind of people are people who live and die by referral. Just like you. So they will understand the value in it and they will reciprocate as best they can. Now, if you have somebody and you're doing that with and you're giving them everything you can and they're not returning that favor, I'm not saying don't be friends with them, but take them off that list. They're not mm-hmm. one of your VIPs. Mm-hmm. And you keep doing that until you have a list of, you know, you can probably find 100 different tradespeople and houses that you could fill out. And if you have those 100 people sending you one deal a year, you're rich.
1: Yeah, I think this is probably the the number one thing that real estate agents sleep on. Yeah, I, I I see so many people struggling to get leads, and they'll drop thousands of dollars on leads to to struggle through, to grind, uh, and come up with a client here or a client there, and that's fine, right? Like, there's we've we've said it before in the show, like if if sales is your thing and you really like you love the thrill of cold calling and <laughs> and and cycling through all those uh, calls or door knocks or whatever, whatever it is. If you love that, then you know what. Godspeed. You know, have fun with it. Like that's that's cool. Everything will work if you work it. But you want to talk about uh, a way to lay a foundation of your business, connecting and networking with other referral based businesses, dude. I mean, with with the average full-time real estate agent doing what, like five or six deals a year? Yeah. Um, you find 25, 50 or more referral partners that you're championing their business and sending people to them at every turn that you possibly can and just simply being open and honest and saying, hey, what you can send me, I'll, I'll take, I'll appreciate it. And you develop a partnership? Oh my gosh, dude, right? Like, Mm-hmm. Developing a vendor-partner relationship, a vendor-partner list. And people love recommending good people. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that there's so many birds that you're killing with one stone when you put out there like, hey, who do you know in this? I'm looking to grow a vendor-partner list with trusted people to refer out to my clients. People yeah. th- That grows your awareness and the people around you's awareness that you're in the business. It shows them that you're valuing growing uh, other other people as well. Just mm-hmm. so many benefits to this, and people are sleeping well, on it, man. Sleeping on it, this because,
0: yeah. oh, my gosh. And <laughs> two, I mean, like, it's another contact point for your clients. You know, you have a client that tells you they just renovated their bathroom. Oh, how did, how did the contractor do? Oh, that's awesome. They did a good job. Were they reasonably priced? Did they do what they say they were going to do? Did you like them on a personal level? Perfect. Why don't you introduce me to them? Because I like you, and I want to meet people that you like and then that's how you fill your list. You validate your client. You you make them feel good because you trust them, and then that deepens your relationship with them. They introduce you to somebody, and you teach them how to introduce you. You teach them to do the triangle of trust, which we talked about in another episode. They introduce you. The contractor automatically trusts you because they liked your client too, mm-hmm. and you develop that relationship, and you go from there. And people really do really drop the ball on this. I can't tell you the number of other real estate agents that call me on a regular basis to ask me, Hey, do you know somebody that does this? Hey, do you know somebody that does this? Hey, do you know somebody that does this? Yeah, I do. Here you go. And I make sure that person knows, Hey, I know another real estate agents calling you. I sent them your way. Go ahead and get your money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's, that's brilliant. Okay. Uh, number three, you said develop a social media strategy
0: mm-hmm.
1: without being a salesy douchebag. <laughs> I think yeah. you added that to all uh, any of these right. points you could just add without being a salesy douchebag at the end. Okay, so, right. um, yeah, where where to? How can we alleviate the mystery? Because that that could be really daunting to people who are like, I'm not a social media guy. Like I, I you know, right. especially coming like we with our with our ten seven project, we deal with a lot of cops uh that and other public safety professionals that they have been in the habit of kind of hiding on social media or sure. hiding who they are on social media for, for good reason. But mm-hmm. um if you're gonna do this business, you gotta kinda like open yourself up to connections and relationships. And social media is is one of uh the it's kind of like the water we swim in, right? Like can you do right. it without? Yes, you 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 can but this this is a, a different animal, a different challenge. If you're going to do that, but what what? How would you advise them to develop a strategy?
0: Well, first of all, I would be honest on a personal level. You and I talked about this the other day. Like we we can give you a strategy on how to be successful in social media, like a a, a loose blueprint. Um, but if you really paid attention to what you and I do on social media, we don't follow it because we have developed. <laughs> right. Um, You and I have a lot of experience with social media. We've had the huge audiences. We know exactly how to trigger our audience and get uh, engagement. And we can kind of make it do what we want it to do. Um, That's not something, that's not a skill that everybody has. You have to develop it over years of, of tracking the trends and some other things. So we've put together a strategy that shows you the loose basis that you can follow to find success in social media. But the key to that success um, among or above everything else is authenticity. You be who you are on social media. Don't try to pander to everybody. Don't try to be um, as much to as many people as you possibly can because that never works. You come across as inauthentic. You come across as a salesy douchebag. I never talk about real estate. You will never see me post on on real estate, you know, hey, take a look at this open house I'm doing. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Now, what you may see me do is do an open house and talk about the people that I'm doing an open house for and talk about the neighborhood and talk about, like, what's going on, you know, current events or, you know, a really cool feature on the house, even though I, I don't it has to be a really cool feature. Like I've done a couple houses where they had hidden rooms. I would yeah. do something about that because that's something that people would care about. Um, but if it's just like, Hey, look at this closet. It's such a nice closet. Nobody cares about that. Why would you do a <laughs> post like that? Um, you're going to get like four likes, three of them are going to real be real estate agents. And one of them is going to be your mom. Right. And that's just the truth. Um, so I would just be super authentic. And when you're authentic like that, too, you attract people who think like you do and who believe what you believe and who uh, are just a better fit for you um, when you do find clients um, through social media. But again, it's, it's all about authenticity.
1: Yeah, we uh, we basically would advise I would advise somebody that just how they see social media. It's mm-hmm. a it's a window into who you are, what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um and that's like every everything into your life. It's like it's a peek uh behind the curtain as it were, right? Like you just you you're not necessarily showing everything about your life. You don't have to. Uh but you can you can choose to like open open the curtains a little bit and and let people like see in um to what what it is that you're doing and more importantly why you're doing it. Uh, yeah. you gotta you, it's gotta be authentic and when you you gotta understand like in, in a lot of ways, social media is the the whole purpose of it is not to draw attention to yourself. It's to give people what they're looking for uh, mm-hmm. you, and and be yourself in the process. We're not ever saying be some pretend to be something you're not or sacrifice your character or your values to get attention on social media. never never, never do that. But you have to understand people aren't going on to Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever they're at. They're not going on there to be like, all right, I'm going to go scroll on the Internet so that I can go um, buy or sell a house. (laughs) Like That's not not what they're – or, oh, I want to go on TikTok so that I can find out what real estate agent I can send referrals to. No, no, they're not Mm -hmm. thinking that, right? They're there for themselves. They're there for – mostly mindless entertainment and what stops that scroll is something that makes them feel something whether it's something that's going to make them laugh make them cry make them think make them angry make them happy right like Mm -hmm. where where your authenticity meets their their needs and desires of why they're there in the first place that creates a connection that connection then is an opportunity for connecting with them to in conversation or
0: to build a relation, build a real world relationship off of that. And in terms of talking about your first 90 days, the most powerful posts, like it's so funny. Um, You know, we have how many people do we have that just come in and they they type, I'm a real estate agent now, send me your referrals, you know, or I heart referrals, you know, (laughs) dumb shit like that. So it happens all the time. But. Every once in a while, we have somebody that pays attention, and they listen, and they go in, and they say, hey, I just got my real estate license, and I'm feeling super nervous about it, and it's it's really scary to try something new and step outside of my comfort zone a little bit on doing that, and I really hope I'm going to be successful. I'm going to do everything I can, and I'm going to try really hard, and when, when those posts come out, those people see more engagement on their social media than they have ever seen in their life mm-hmm. because- and their mind's blown. They're like, I can't believe I got like 200 likes and like 75 comments. And I've never seen anything even remotely close to that on my social media. And it's like, it's because you showed them who you are. And you showed them that you're scared and you're nervous. And you showed them how, how you feel. And that means something to people.
1: Yep. I agree. Number four. Yeah. And we'll wrap wrap it up with this. We we mentioned this uh, in connection with number one. This It's related. But have frog convos every single day if you're going to have one habit it's make sure that you have these intentional frog combos every single day now what what is that abbreviation f-r-o f-r-o-g-g i've i've added a g yeah. recently <laughs> so updated it, the frog conversation yeah frogs they are this family and we didn't come up with this right like this we stole is, it yeah it's you've heard, you maybe heard a Ford conversation, same thing, like, but frog, family, recreation, occupation, goals, and dreams. And then the last G is geography. Okay. So those are all points of conversation. These are the things that you can connect to people in conversation on, right? And it's not an assembly line, it's not a, it's not a, you don't have to like start with family. And, and with goals and dreams. And you also don't have to talk about every single one of those things. Mm-hmm. And you can start any anywhere with any of them, right? Whatever is natural. These are natural conversations, but there's an intention to it. You are going to talk to people about their family, how they're doing, their, um, their recreation, like the hobbies that you may share in common or that they have, their occupation, the job, right? All this stuff. You're going to talk about those things um, naturally, but also with a high level of intentionality. And what is the intentionality? Is listening in that conversation for ways that you can invest in the relationship. Ways that you can move that relationship down the road, right? So Mm -hmm. if you have a really intentional conversation, you should always come away with that conversation knowing when and why you will talk to them again. And or, how can I serve this person? Right. With word, deed, gift. We've talked about this before in the CIA. So if you're not familiar with that, like we have the book The Tactical Agents that covers it, or we have past p- episodes that we talk about this, um, about investing in people. And so, if how do I know if I've had an intentional frog combo? I have something that I need to follow up with. I have the next conversation in the calendar and in my CRM of when I'm gonna talk to them and what I need to talk to them about next and how I can serve them, right? What needs do they have that I can meet? And if that means connecting them with a vendor like we talked about, another referral partner, great. If it means dropping a meal off, if it means giving them a gift card, if it means just calling them on on, on an important day uh, of an Mm -hmm. event that they've got going on and seeing how it went, it could be any of those things. But this is something that is just the non-negotiable. If you don't have these every day, you cannot develop a funnel of business. So every single day. Now, how many of these do you have to have? That's going to depend on your goals. But Mm -hmm. I I would be um, I would be having someone that walked into my office saying, what do I do for the next 90 days? That would be it. And if they did nothing else for 90 days, that would be Mm -hmm. it. They would have these intentional conversations.
0: Yeah, I want to I want to rehighlight what you said about the fraud conversation not being, you know, a bullet point. This is not something where you go, okay, we talked about family check, we talked about recreation check, we talked about occupation check. Um because if somebody tells you, if you if you start asking, "Oh, how's how's your family?" Oh, you know, my mom just passed away yesterday. Uh, it, why would you come back and say, "Hey, uh, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, but how's work?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you got any good vacations planned? No. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Have a conversation with somebody. And if you hear something like, Oh, my mom just died, I'm really sorry to hear that. Let's how are you feeling? What can I do for you? How can I help? Um, yeah. I know there's nothing I can say to make it better, but what can I do, you know, mm-hmm. to, to lift a burden off of you? You know, whatever. And mm-hmm. and do what you can to authentically invest and help that person and yes. then forget about everything else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because the 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 purpose is to connect and to invest. the 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 growth of your business is a result of doing the right things for the right reasons. Right. And you know, can you grow a business being a salesy douchebag who only wants money? Yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely can. You can make, you can achieve your financial goals that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely can. But. Is that the kind of business you want to grow? Or do you want to grow a business with people that you know, like, and trust, and they know, like, and trust you? And it's relatively stress-free because you know that you're doing things for the right reasons with the right people. You know, that's uh, that, that would be a question I would ask somebody coming into the office. What kind of business do you want? You know, and... I'd probably send them out of the office if they want to be the salesy douchebag (laughs) (laughs) because I can't 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 help help you with that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, what would you guys add to the list for the first 90 days? Drop it in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, You can find out more about our mission to help 10,000 first responders uh, and military veterans. Uh, accomplish their goals in the real estate business to, to help them start and grow a real estate business to make them succeed. We say we want to help 10,000 heroes take better vacations. You can find out more at the 107project.com, t e n the number 7 project.com. And even if you're not one of those things, but you believe in that kind of mission, the the more the merrier. We can we can work with you in that case. You can you can join what we're doing. You can help us accomplish the mission even if that's not you. That's okay. We're trying to help 10,000 of these people, but we're inviting anybody that wants to help us on that mission. Join us and and you can be a part of it. And you get the same complete proven system and approach that we have the same uh, teamwork mentality that we uh, offer. Anyway, you can find out more there. And if we're on Apple podcasts or Spotify, hit that follow button to subscribe and uh, keep us encouraged there. And uh, we're going to stay the course and keep putting out content and, if, if you have a topic that you want to hear us talk about, hey, send us a message or drop that in the comment on the YouTube and subscribe there too. All right. That's it. We did it. We did it. Goodbye. <laughs>